here, everybody. It's 2019. You're listening to the SBP podcast, The Voice of Mobile Film. This is episode 46, and I'm your host, Susie Botello. Hi there. I hope you're kicking off the new year with many, many, many smiles. I personally wish you all the very best this coming year, no matter what your dreams are, no matter what you are most passionate about, whether it's mobile film or, heck, I don't know, gardening. I hope you realize your dreams. This episode is a little bit different. It's a little bit special. Actually, it's pretty special. Uh, We'd like to kick off the new year with our brand ambassador, Aaron Nabus, by inviting you to hang out with us at Lestat's Coffee Shop in San Diego. We're sharing updates, thoughts, and a lot more about last year, the current state of mobile film, and a bit about our film festival and the mobile film community hashtag Mobilize Stories. So if you're ready, let's begin. Welcome to the SBP podcast, The Voice of Mobile Film. I'm here sitting at Les Stats in Hillcrest in San Diego with our brand ambassador and our partner in crime, <laughs> Aaron Nabus. How are you, Aaron? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me again on your awesome podcast. And uh, happy holidays to all your listeners. Yeah, definitely. Uh, actually, we're going to have to keep the tradition going. This is our first of the year podcast that we're recording. It's actually, we're one day away from Christmas Eve here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, honestly, you guys, it's not as noisy <laughs> <laughs> as it usually is in here. It's usually crazy. Yeah, I think the first time we uh, had the podcast here, um, one of the first few times that I met you, um, it was pretty noisy. <laughs> oh my God, it was, it was. The crazy, and plus I wasn't used to it uh, either. Yeah, you know, as as far as recording, usually it was you in uh-huh. your podcast. Mm-hmm. Why don't you uh, share your podcast really quick with our listeners? Oh, sure. Um, my podcast is the Hall H Show. You can find it at uh, hallh dot com, and um, as. Susie's the voice of mobile film. We're the voice of independent creators. So uh, please check us out. We cover a lot of uh, comic and pop culture conventions, and we try to focus in on the uh, independent creators, uh, sort of like the uh, artists that you would find in uh, Artist Alley. So, yeah, it's a fun time. We, en- we enjoy trying to give uh, the spotlight to a lot of the artists that we used to follow when we were kids. So, you know, that's our, in our small way of uh, giving back to, to them. Yeah. What are some of your, uh, you want to give a few little shout outs to some of your, maybe not your favorites, but maybe your, because you have a lot of favorites. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe your latest. Uh, sure. Well, um, our good friend, Mr. S- uh, Stephen Frank, uh, you might recognize that name from uh, The Iron Giant. He was an, he was an animating uh, supervisor uh, for, that, uh, for that movie. Uh, and uh, he had his, he's been working on his own uh, comic book. It's called Silver. Wow. It's uh, basically, uh, the, the gist of it is it's, it's, a, it's a big con story, and it's like a, a pulp, pulp noir, so, so it has a really nice feel to it. He sort of incorporates his movie-making acumen with uh, sort of like the, uh, the, the comic book. Uh, so you get a, a different feel for comic book because the way he lays out all his panels, you can tell, oh, this could be a movie, you know? Yeah. So it's really interesting the way he does it. And... Uh, I love it because he does the the writing and the art all himself, uh, and he just wrapped up the first part uh, of, of of the series. And I'm looking forward to what he does next. Uh, and he's been on the podcast uh, a couple of times, so we, we kind of you know say hi at, at all the comic conventions we go to that we see him at. And he's be- he's become a good friend of the show. Um, another person that's been on this show uh, a few times, Mr. Keithan Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the uh, owner of Kid Comics. 
us located here in San Diego. I met him. Yeah, you I did. met him at Comic Con and I interviewed him. Mm, he's yeah, on our YouTube. That's right. yeah. yeah, he's a really good guy. Uh, we've become pretty good friends. And he has a sort of an event that he's organizing that's coming up pretty soon. It's a Black Comics Day uh, mm-hmm. in February. So we're looking forward to sort of uh, covering that with him. And I went to that, too. You did, yeah. I'm just all over the place, you yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's doing good things with his, uh, with his comic book and creating sort of uh, uh, an environment for other creators to sort of bring their books to the forefront uh, because, uh, you know, uh, both Keith and myself, we believe that representation matters. So he's giving uh, sort of like a, uh, an opportunity for other creators uh, of color to sort of have their chance to to uh, greenlight their own projects. So um, and there's a whole slew of other creators. Like I can go on yeah. uh, for for hours talking about them. So <laughs> well, of course, that's why you have your your podcast yeah. <laughs> as well. Um, and then uh, and and just share with them really quick again in case they're now going. Oh well, then now <laughs> I really do want to listen to that. What is the, uh, the yeah? Just go to hallh.com and you can find all our social media there um, and. I look forward to connecting uh, with uh, some of your listeners in the future. Cool, definitely. Well, um, so we uh, wanted to sort of end the year, kind of transition into the new year. Mm-hmm. And it's been a crazy busy 2018 uh, for us. Um, of course, we had um, one of the first things we did, we sprung in spring (laughs) into the film festival, the International Mobile Film Festival here in San Diego last year. And it turned out pretty good. We had a really good outcome. We had a repeat offender. I guess I'm stuck on this, uh, uh, you know, partnering crime repeat repeat offender (laughs) (laughs) who was uh, Brian Hennings. Right. Yeah, so he came again this year, and uh, yeah, technically still this year, and um, and then he won first prize at uh, at the film festival, and then uh, he was nominated for the Global Mobile Film Awards, and uh, he won best cinematography for right. that. So congratulations, Brian! Yeah, congrats. It was Brian. it was great to see him again. Uh, I, m- I remember the first time I met him at uh, uh, at the 2017. Yes. Uh, International Mobile Film Festival, and um, that's one thing that I I like about your festival is that all the people that have come, all the filmmakers that have come so far that I've met and had a chance to interact with, they're all really good people, you know. And it's it's nice to to, to see what they're up to creatively, but also to support them, you know, as filmmakers. And you just wish them well, and you just wow, they came all the way from Australia or from Germany, and it's like wow, this Canada, is so cool. Canada, yeah. yeah. Way up north, yeah. <laughs> and with Brian, uh, he yeah. was one of the few film. He was one of the filmmakers that I thought, "Oh, this guy's pretty cool." And you know, we've con- I've connected with some of, some of them on Facebook, so uh, it's, it's it's pretty cool that uh, we've made these connections through your festival. Yeah, and actually, in two thousand seven, that was the first year that you came to our yes. film festival, and mm-hmm. you were interviewing people yeah, on the red some, carpet. We did some red carpet interviews. That was fun because we had uh, my friend Tracy. A hot nerd girl come with yep. her uh, Star Wars Team Punk Universe cosplayers, and that was such a uh, an awesome sight to see on the red carpet. You have a uh, steampunk cosplayers uh, escorting the uh, the filmmakers on the red carpet. So it was pretty cool. And they really added a lot of um, spunk <laughs> to the uh, to the red carpet. I'm I think the new name for the red carpet show really is going to be the red carpet extravaganza mm-hmm. you know just because we try to do something special every year with that and and they came last year and mm-hmm. um they might be able to come this year tracy hello are you listening <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and uh that was that really made it special um uh tracy's pretty awesome actually she's she also been in our podcast what was that event called that we were in uh, last year? Around last February? It was right before the, the film festival, too. Oh, you mean this year? Yeah. It was, it was the Gaslight uh, Gathering. That's right. It's a, it's a steampunk uh, convention that they had here in San Diego. Yeah. So. And uh, you invited me to that. Yeah. Uh, I think that was like for my birthday or something, right? That you invited <laughs> me to that. But that was awesome. Um, yeah, and Tracy... Remember we were doing we were recording that podcast there, um, 
and uh, it's I I forgot which episode it is. Uh, oh. I'll add it to the notes because we're talking <laughs> right, about right, it. Right. Yeah, but it was it was a lot of fun because we kept getting people knocking at the door. Oh yeah, we had sort of uh, <laughs> took over one of the uh, empty rooms at uh, at the uh, convention at the hotel, I guess. Uh, and people were knocking on the door. <laughs> <laughs> like every five minutes, yeah. it was like, hello. <laughs> it's like when you lock yourself in a room somewhere and somebody keeps knocking on the door. Right, right. Um, so uh, I do want to talk a little bit about, um, for listeners, about what we did in 2018, uh, you know, outside of the, the film festival. Although the film festival, so we had, um, we had a lot of fun. We had winners of course we had the red carpet uh the award ceremony we had um uh people come out and speak and motivate and uh i guess i say motivate inspire it's kind of goes hand in hand in a way right um and then we also had um uh we made an announcement there i don't know let's do a quiz do you remember what the announcement was the announcement you made a lot of announcements. <laughs> How did you track of all the announcements you made? So there was one that I made for something new for the uh, for the next round of films for this year. Um, oh, for the future films? Yeah. Well, for all films, mm. where I said, you know, for, and it was kind of a big deal, you know, because we... Oh, I see. The, uh, the drone footage. Yes. Right. So we decided to allow 10% of uh, the total footage of a film. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the shorts... Uh, competition, it's one to five minutes, and we allow 10% drone footage for that. Uh, you could spread it around, or you can use that whole 10% in maybe I, I know one person who's going to be excited to use drones. Who's that? Uh, our friend in Houston. Yeah? Which one? Oh, oh, wait. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> He's pretty famous around the world. That's Gandhi, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, Prakash. Um, actually, um, Prakash um, had been in our film festival in 2015. He came to San Diego, mm-hmm. and he was here again this last year. Mm-hmm. You That's know, right. and so um, I'm hoping he, you know, he can be there again for this year. And um, and speaking of this coming year, we've already we just announced literally the the filmmakers that um, because. We've been we've been welcoming feature films, um, you know, shot with mobile phones for a couple years now. Um, we started with the, I think it was yeah, twenty minutes to sixty minutes, which was semi, you know, kind of in between category there for a competition, and we did that for two thousand seventeen, but we announced it in two thousand sixteen, mm-hmm. and um, and of course, Figment. Uh, one that that was it was it was a dark movie, but it was so beautifully well done, you know. Yeah. And and one thing that I loved about it, being a designer, is that the typography of the end and beginning title credits. Yeah, it was, it was done beautiful. so well. Yeah, it was done so well. I'm like, that just puts you on another notch as far as I'm concerned when it comes to uh, to your movies. You know, uh, you know, being a, a Saul Bass fan. You know. Yeah. Uh, going back to his work with the Average Hitchcock. Um, and of course, the movie that got me started to design um, West Side Story. I just love how the typography of the, uh, the ending and, and uh, beginning title credits were uh, created. So yeah, so Figment was just so beautifully well, was so beautifully well done. I was so impressed yeah. by that movie. Yeah, and um, and that was uh, and you know that was the the first one we had in our in our film festival that was longer than five minutes. No, you guys don't complain because uh, the very first film festival that we had, it was one to three minutes. And uh, we like those times. We think they fit really well. They one to five minutes and they, this is a little bit of a segue into the the feature films, but basically, um, so when we have five minute films and we leave, we cap it at five minutes, it's great because um, we can we can basically showcase more films during the film festival when they're, you know, five minutes. Um, if we if we get them too many that are just any different time, you know, for for the attendees, it gets a little crazy. Um, you know, this one's 15 minutes, this one's 
five minutes, this one's one minute, this one's, you know, mm -hmm. uh, blah, blah, blah. So we try to keep it a little bit more so that our, the people in our, in our, that come to the film festival um, actually have a, a level of ex, uh, expectation, I suppose, to the films. And they, they actually sit through all of them, don't walk away saying, well, this one's longer, I'll, I'll go to the bathroom or whatever, <laughs> you know. Um, and so in, in coming to the feature films uh, category, uh, competition, I should say, because it's a completely separate competition, um, one of the things, so we started out with the 20 to 60 minutes one, and that was a good test, and um, that there are more people that are independent not Hollywood filmmakers like, you know, we've all heard of uh, Steven Soderbergh. And if you haven't, there you go. Steven Soderbergh is making uh, mobile films. I think uh, he said he's not going to be making any more regular movies except for on an iPhone or something like that. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, and so last year uh, we we did get a few films. Um, the thing is, is that we're we're not going to accept more than three films feature-length films, because, of course, our film festival is only two days, and we want to give everybody a chance to, to be a part of it. It's, it's like a big celebration, you know, on storytelling through, through the smartphone and filmmaking, video, and everything. So if we, if we accept all the feature films, right, uh, we, we barely will have time for anything, you right. know? So I said, you know, we will only accept three really good uh, films and um, feature-length films, obviously. I'm trying to stick to this now. And um, we did receive some last year, but they really weren't up to, you know, we're, we're looking for cinematic meaning um, that there's something that, that we can show, that we can screen at the film festival that has good production quality. Um, when I say cinematic, I'm, I'm not saying they have to be, you know, aesthetically um, cinematic, you know. Uh, it just has to have that value. You have to be able to captivate people with a good story for, you know, a couple hours. <laughs> so um, so those are... Um, and, and last year's, uh, yeah. it was Requiem for a Killer. Well, so what I was going to say is um, Brian... Uh, McLean. Yes, he brought that to our film festival as a as as somebody to inspire people to make feature films and also to you know explain to them why feature films are important in the traditional film industry, um, especially for distribution because uh, distributors out there like uh, you know like Magnolia Pictures who picked up the Tangerine film, uh, they're looking for feature films. So they're not really looking for uh, short films to distribute. And, um, and then to put them in the theaters and things like that, they're also looking for feature films. But they have to have other things. You, you want to get your licensing and, and things like that in order and all these other little things. So we wanted him to present that and explain that to the filmmakers. And then he brought Tim Russ um, also, which was a great treat for everybody. Yeah, it was a good photo op for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, and so, uh, Tim Russ was—he's um, a—he's a celebrity in Hollywood, and he also plays uh, Tuvok. Played, yeah, Tuvok in uh, Star Trek. So, um, so basically, this year uh, we had several films, and we selected two of them. And uh, one of them is. Uh, um, I don't want to say too much. What I'm going to say about this is, uh, for listeners, if you're a patron on our Patreon page, uh, go there, subscribe, help us out a little bit. <laughs> um, subscribe to the Patreon page, and we're going to discuss um, you know, more about these feature films that we have for our film festival. Yeah, if you, if you believe in Susie's mission to uh, bring... Uh bring mobile movies to the forefront then uh, please subscribe to uh, to her Patreon account or even our brand ambassador is one of our patrons <laughs> yes thank Proud, you proudly <laughs> um, so I do wanted to I, I do wanted to there's my grammar um, <laughs> um, I wanted to also talk a little bit about the um the Comic-Con panel that we did. Uh, yes. So uh, 
we, this year, uh, in July, uh-huh. we were at the San Diego Comic Con. It's your second time doing it? Yeah. Um, and the first time no. was when I first met you. Actually, it's our third time. Oh, that's right. The first time... Well, was the first time that you 2016. did it? 2016. Okay, that's, that's when I met you. Yep. And then you did it 2017 and then 18. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So that was, yeah, I know, huh? Time flies. <laughs> it does. It's, um, it's, it's, it's a trip, though. Uh, but we had a really good turnout. We had, like, I don't know, about 200 people or so, you, you think? Seems maybe like even, it. I mean. Maybe even a little more than that. Um, it was, it, it, we had a really good turnout there. It was fantastic. And, um, and we had a, we're going to give a shout out to Anthony. Uh, no. Remember who came out from, was she in, uh, New Mexico or Arizona? Oh, uh, from Instagram. Uh, Jasmine. Yes. Uh, superheroes XYZ. Yes. Uh, cause she came out and, uh, I remember I was, so one of the things that I did during the panel is I kept, I, I kept going up to sit down at the table. You know, when I was oh, So you don't like being so high up on that stage right there. Yeah, it yeah. just felt really like... It's like disconnected. Yes, yeah. exactly. And so I started doing kind of uh, <laughs> this thing where I started... Uh, I wasn't just talking to people at eye level. I, I literally walked into the audience. Oh, that's right. And it's, it was kind of funny because <laughs> I, was, I was covering it. Uh, I, was, I was shooting her. And then, like, I was like... What the heck is she doing? She's like, I had because I had a tripod going on, oh. <laughs> and so I like, when she started moving into the crowd, I was like, okay, I guess I'm going like really mobile now. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really, I just kind of did that uh, spontaneously, it was a lot of fun, <laughs> but you know, I couldn't help it because you know, when people were had questions, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, I wanted everybody to hear their questions. And I wanted them to interact. And one of my favorite things to do is to put people up in a platform and to share my space, hence the film festival, right, with them, right, you know, and, right. and, and everything. And everybody was having so much fun. Uh, people were cheering, you know, and <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Um, and during that, that experience there, uh, when, when I came out to the floor and I went to talk with somebody... Jasmine happened to be sitting right there, and I was like, "Oh my God, hey!" And so she got introduced to the whole crowd. Yeah, she's a she's a fellow content creator like myself that covers, uh, you know, pop culture and comic books. And um, every year at San Diego Comic Con, she's one of the people that I look forward to, to seeing yeah. every year. And I'll tell you something, listeners. This is how small of a space the internet, the World Wide Web, is really social media. Because I met her through Instagram as one of the many people in the comics industry. Mm-hmm. Then, then it turns out uh, she found out about us through Aaron, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and Hall H, um, the the podcast and everything. But then, when I met her here in San Diego, because she came out to Comic Con, turns out that she's actually from San Diego, mm-hmm. and she knew Aaron, you know, before. I mean, were you guys wearing diapers or something? No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> for a long time, you guys... No, no, we didn't, we didn't know each other until yeah. we started doing... Com- I st- we started doing Hall H com- stuff. Oh, okay. Um, but, but I think what happened... I think... Something about school. You well, guys she, went she went to the same high school that I went to. Uh-huh. Or, or, or middle school, anyway. So, yeah. Uh, she grew up in, in South San Diego, where I, where I grew up. So yeah. that's, what, that's something that we have in common. It's pretty funny. So it really is a small it world. Is. It is, yeah. And, um, you know, I'm very big about, um, you know, following your dreams. And your dreams are very, very much connected to your passion. And then it becomes sort of a destiny. And these are all signs that you're on the right path when you encounter people that were connected or somehow are connected to you at an even closer level that you could ever even imagine. Mm-hmm. And you know you're you're doing the right thing. So if that happens to you guys ever where you're saying, that's it. I'm not telling you to leave whatever you're doing and drop everything to follow your dream, but basically if there's something you feel very passionate about and you really want to do it, just do it. Just go for it. You know, and you'll see signs along the way, you know, um, through connections, things that are connected to it. And if you think about what a path is, right, it's um, it's a series of connections in a string that re- uh, sort of, it's also like a map, True. you know. And, and it's important to make those connections because you can't do it alone. 
you need collaborators. True. Um, and when we started doing our podcasts, we didn't start it on our own. We had, uh, I had, you know, met a few other podcasters in the, the pop culture and comic book world, and I sort of befriended them. We got to know each other, and I asked them for help, and they gave me, like, an encyclopedia of information. So uh, each time somebody uh, asked me for, inf- for advice, I, in turn, I pass on what I learned from, from them. Uh, shout out to nerdfood.com. Uh, so uh, it's that Steve and Sully, uh, they're awesome guys. Um, so whatever they gave to me, I, I add on to it, and then I, I pass it on to somebody else. So You know, and on that, speaking of a connection with that, because um, I had always wanted to do a podcast, you know, but it seemed like um, the timing wasn't right uh, for me yet. And um, after I met Aaron, uh, one of the reasons, I mean, we met in person finally, because mm-hmm. I know that you met me and you, you know, you found out about this and everything during the Comic-Con at, in 2016. Right. But I didn't, you know, no offense, right? Uh, I didn't remember you there in the audience. <laughs> there were a lot of people there. And, um, and he says, you know... Uh, yeah, I met you there, and, uh, you know, we, you tagged us on social media, and so we, we started that way. And then uh, he asked me to come and be a guest on his podcast. And so, of course, I accepted because, you know, when opportunities come, you don't just go no because it, it's embarrassing or something. I was so nervous. <laughs> um, you did fine. It was, like, it was like a four-hour podcast or it was something. Pretty it was ridiculous. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so he invited me to mine and I was started kind of seeing, you know, what that experience was like. And I was like, you know, I think maybe this is a sign, you know, speaking of seeing the signs, Mm -hmm. uh, in the direction where to go. Um, and I thought this would be, this is a good sign that I really need to do the podcast, you know, because filmmakers come to our film festival. And they're there momentarily. And yeah, you know, uh, the year before that, in 2016, um, we had uh, Adi Spector that came to our film festival, and Luis Jose Luis Juarez, who is um, from the, um, you know, one of the film festivals in LA, um, Indie Phone <laughs> uh, Film Festival. And uh, they met through our film festival, even though they'd known each other, you know, for a long time on social media, because Adi is um, one of the uh, the iPhone filmmakers uh, that was in our film festival a couple of times. And so to bring them together, and we, we shot him a little bit of video and stuff like that with them, but that wasn't deep enough, you know, it didn't go, it wasn't an entire conversation. And so I thought, you know, I really want to have my own podcast. And um, finally, it wasn't until after you came to our film festival in 2015 that I started really researching that. So I would say you inspired me to start this podcast as well to, you know, to bring out the voice of Mm -hmm. the filmmakers around the world because there really wasn't anything like this out there. I'm I'm glad that you did your own podcast because... You know, it, as as your listeners know, you're 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 a great host. Oh well, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, so to to be able to connect things and not miss on opportunities, this is something you know all filmmakers know as well. You know, um, and so when it comes to speaking of opportunities that kind of come up, when we were at Comic Con. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, I went to visit Aaron, who was... Oh, uh, I was working a booth uh, this Comic-Con for my friend, uh, Bobby Rubio. He's a uh, story artist at Pixar, but he also does his own line of comic books, and he does uh, you know, a bunch of prints. Um, and so me and Alex, my co-host uh, at the Hall 8 show, uh, we were helping him out because um, um, he wanted to spend time with his family here in San Diego. So while he was doing that, me and Alex were manning the booth. And so we would man it uh, from, like, we had, like, the morning shift from, like, 9 or, or 9.30 till, like, 1, 1 o'clock or whatever. Um, and then he would take over. Um, and then shout out to my friend, uh, we mentioned him earlier, Keith and Jones. He was there as well. Uh, they had a booth. Uh, they were sharing the booth together. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, Alex had, had a fun time because uh, that was the first time that either of us have ever uh, uh, sort of 
uh, operated a booth uh, at a convention like that at San Diego Comic Con. So it was, it was a really unique experience. Uh, but I know what uh, Susie's going to bring up, so I'll, I'll let her continue. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did go to the booth, and I, I actually interviewed uh, Keithan mm. there. That's uh, right. Yeah, and um, and it was great. And I put it I put it on YouTube in case you guys want to see it. It's it's there. Um, but uh, but yeah, what happened was that um, uh, you and him actually both told me, hey, there's some celebrities. Oh that yeah. Walk. Yeah yeah. We, I'll set it up. <laughs> I'll set it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, at Bobby's booth, he's had the same booth for like I don't know since at least ten years. It's wow. a nice corner spot, but it's it's pretty much. A stone throws away from the DC booth, and mm. you know what DC is related to? Uh, there's a movie that just came out, so uh, I'll, let, I'll let Susie continue. <laughs> a lot of water going under. No, <laughs> it's uh, Aquaman. That's right. So we had. Uh, let me see. It was um, Nicole, Nicole, Kidman. Nicole Kidman. She came out first, and then what's her name? Amber. Amber Heard. Amber Heard, and then... And then uh, Jason Momoa. Yeah. Yeah. So all three of the, they came out, them came out. And what happened was, so there were crowds of people forming there. We weren't the only ones astute to what was happening. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, there's security guards, and you form this line. And because I got there so early, and we were watching it starting to form... Uh, I was at the front of this line, you know. You had a good spot. Yeah, I did. I had a great spot, um, and uh, I kind of got to experience a little bit of what the uh, well, Mojo, mobile journalist, or the paparazzi, or any one of those guys, uh, or any anybody really in that in that scene doing independent journalism, really. Mm-hmm. Um, because so I had my my phone, you know, out. And I had it on the stabilizer, not a gimbal, just a regular stabilizer. And I had it out there. And I thought I had a pretty good view of everything going on. <laughs> and then the stars come out, right? And, uh, you know, with their bodyguards and everything. And they were like an entourage. You know, it's not just them coming out. There are all these people coming out before and after them, side from them. And it just went crazy. So all of a sudden, I sort of... Everything that I could see, you know, from my screen mm-hmm. on the phone um, <laughs> was covered with people's shoulders and arms and purses. And, right. and I was like, what the heck <laughs> happened here? So one of the things I, I wanted to point out, this is where the mobile phone came in really handy. So when you have a DSLR, right, you usually have it strapped around your neck. And there's a reason for that. And that is because, you know, for one thing, it has weight. And a lot of value, and mm-hmm. you don't want to because of the weight too. I think you don't want to drop it, um, and it only has really one purpose: it's to shoot video and, and photos, right? Well, with our phones, we're pretty much just kind of waving that thing around, right? So, and it's a lot lighter and things like that. So, what happened was that when this crowd blocked my view, and I am not a very tall person at all. I'm, I'm very much on the petite side, if anything. Um, I basically just lifted up my my phone, you know, on the stabilizer, and I got a great view uh, to capture uh, the celebrities that way. Uh, had I done that with a DSLR, I would have probably choked myself <laughs> with the strap. Um, and also, if you do it without it, it gets scary. I know you have to wrap the, you know... This, you know, the strap. the strap around your 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 wrist and things like that, because in case you do drop it, but that takes time. And the thing is, this all happened so fast. Once they were walking by, they're 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 keeping a pace, a good pace, kind of like a little bit of a parade. So I was able to catch a really great shot of of Jason on that high fiving everybody. Yeah, and he, <laughs> you know, basically I'm facing his armpit almost as he's high <laughs> fiving people. Very tall guy, though. Yeah, he's like six four. Yeah, he he really has a uh, a huge, you know, presence wherever he goes. I'm sure. I don't think he can hide or blend in with people very well. You know, right. even if he is wearing shades and a hat and you know, uh, trying to dress down. But anyways, that's also on our YouTube uh, as well. You might want to see that. That that was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah. 
you know, if you go out there and you want to catch crowds or something like that, you might as well just start using your phone. Because I know a lot of journalists who also have a smartphone with a camera as sure. well. It's good and for spot on interviews. And yeah. Things. And the thing about it, too, is um, here's the thing. If you shoot it uh, vertically, you're limiting the, the scope of what's around there. And, and you might miss your target, basically, on that. Where if you have it uh, horizontal, you get a wider view and you don't have to look for a specific target. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you won't miss it. And people will see it better. Sometimes I'm looking at vertical video and I'm sort of moving my head around trying to, you know, see what's around it better because they're moving in and out of frame, mm-hmm. you know, your target, especially when they're moving. So um, that's that's one of my, my, you know, the reason why I tell people um, one of them, you know, uh, the other one is don't limit your where, where it's going to be presented, you know, on the screen. But also that that you get more of the surroundings that way. Mm-hmm. So, what were you gonna say? I wasn't gonna say anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I did want to uh, talk about something that we brought up at Comic Con, and before that, because we this summer we launched something, and uh, one of the first places that I went to introduce that uh, was to Indianapolis through uh, Indie Shorts Film International Film Festival uh, with our uh, friend who's the president, Craig Prater, um, invited me to go there and talk about our film festival. And uh, they're also members of the Global Mobile Film Awards. They're not a mobile film festival, but they are very open to accepting films shot with phones. The thing about going there when I... When I went there to present the the film festival and mobile filmmaking, I did like a slash seminar workshop type thing. And I met a great group of people. Um, I'd say there were about 25 or 30 of them or something like that. I can't remember that came to this thing. Um, They had to bring in more chairs for people who signed up for it. Wow. Uh, Yeah. You know, just like three or four. It's not like... (laughs) (laughs) Um, But they did have to bring more chairs. That was... I know Erin couldn't come, uh, but um, it was a lot of fun. Throughout the entire thing, I think I was there for like three days or something like that. And every single day, people were walking up to me. The first day I got there was the day that I did the, the seminar. And people were walking up to me and asking me questions, you know, about... What were some of the common questions that they asked you? Some of the common questions had to do a lot with how to bring the footage into an editing program on their computer. And a lot of the people there, so there was there were some kids, you know, and there were some, you know, filmmakers and uh, video producers, and there were um, uh, older people, uh, journal, a few local journalists, and some photographers. I mean, it was just a wide range of people there. And so some of these people were already involved in film and video and things like that. They just wanted to know how they could adapt what they're doing to the smartphone, to start using it with the smartphone. Mm -hmm. So that was a lot of the questions was like, how do we do that? They're just beating on a horse or something there. (laughs) Today's special. I'm just joking. (laughs) We are in a coffee shop. And so... um, that was really great to get all these questions, you know, there because I was able to spend time with everybody having that conversation. And then also apps, what apps to use mm. and how you could, you know, why you should do it on the phone and, and why not and, and things like that. And then there were some people coming up just basically troubleshooting, like, you know, all of a sudden I'm like a smartphone expert. Hey, so I'm having this problem with my you know <laughs> iPhone right now. And so I was helping them out too, why not? So the people that were sort of coming from a traditional background, yeah, like how was their sort of acceptance of this newfangled thing uh, of a mobile Making uh, videos on a mobile device. It was actually, I was impressed. I was surprised, you know. I was impressed at the open mind and the the acceptance from most of them. Um, I didn't get a lot of that from the filmmakers that were presenting their films there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some of them were like, well, you know, I mean, they just spent a lot of money making their films and they were winning awards and their films were all exceptional. 
Uh, one of them actually came from San Diego. Um, forgot the name of it. Red something. It was a Jewish mm. film. But um, the I wasn't getting a lot of acceptance from all of them until I, instead of just bringing it up to them, I actually started having a conversation. And then I started then they were more open to it. Mm. So it was, it was just at first, you know, with some of them. But the ones that were in the workshop uh, were very much into it. They, they were excited. They became fans. And, um, you know, I connected with a lot of them on social media. And they're very supportive and they want to be a part of, you know, what we're doing. So uh, don't be surprised if you see some of them at the film festival, actually, here in San Diego, Aaron. Oh, looking forward know, to it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to introducing you to them. But one of the other things, because we launched this program that I was originally <laughs> <laughs> talking about that. Sorry, you guys. Um, one, of the, one of the things that we brought over there was the Mobilize Stories movement. We have, um, it's a hashtag, you know, which is ideal for a movement. That's uh, M-O-B-I-L-I-Z-E-S-T-O-R-I-E-S. I'm glad how you have to actually, he's reading it, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always forget that there's a Z in there. Yeah. <laughs> you want to do it the British way with the S or the, or do they do that in Canada? No, in Australia. I don't know. Yeah. So Mobilized Stories um, is basically about, well, we've got mobile, right? Like the mobile film festival, no. But being the mobile phone, we've got storytelling, with it, which is a huge part of what we emphasize in, through our International Mobile Film Festival uh, is the storytelling part. One of the, one of the reasons why I brought this up as well is because I wanted to build the community, uh, sort of organize it a little bit. So back when we first launched this a long time ago, you know, we started meeting we met a lot of the pioneers. I know a number of them from, you know, Conrad Mess, Filmic Pro, you know, uh, uh, Neil Barnham is um, actually, uh, he's the CEO, I believe, of Filmic Pro. Mm -hmm. But these are people who started really raising the level in this industry into film, you know, from experimental to that. Um, the other film festivals, you know, actually did a podcast recently with Max, Max Schlesser uh, from MENA. He started out in New Zealand, but now he's in Melbourne in, in Australia. So I've known people from the beginning, uh, and then our other brand ambassador, Vesna uh, Ristovska, who's in uh, Macedonia with the mobile uh, festival mm -hmm. there. I started, you know, we, we all started meeting people, and people started you know, getting in touch with us. So this community just grew and grew and grew. And when people can come to the film festival, like you mentioned, they get together, you know, after, and then they follow each other on social media. And then, you know, there's this thing that happens on Facebook too, or practically anywhere where you start seeing that you share a lot of the same friends and then it just sort of takes off from there and groups and things like that. So, I thought, you know, there's all these people who are getting to meet each other through this and they're really supporting each other online and social media and things like that. Wouldn't it be great to have, you know, kind of a hashtag that could really bring them all together? Um, and especially when we're all pretty, pretty much agree in agreement or how are you in agreement, agreement. <laughs> um, about the storytelling uh, aspect of mobile film? You know, and so I thought, you know, mobilized stories is a great hashtag to have, and it also encourages people to actually take action into getting their stories uh, mobile, meaning they can share them around the world, but also they can use their mobile phone to share them with. Um, and uh, so we, we launched that here in June, I think it was. And then from there, we took it to Indiana. We took it to the Comic-Con. And we started finally, once all that chaos of... <laughs> it was a very busy summer for, for us. Uh, once we got done with that, we started having events, like monthly events here in San Diego. And that also was great because now we're really building up the community here in San Diego. At a grassroots um, level. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, and it's about time because, like I've always said, 
uh, when I first launched this, it was like, hey, everybody in the world, every human being, no matter where you are, you know, how old you are, any of that, you know, I'm sharing this platform with you and I'll put your movie on a big screen and blah, blah, blah. And, and nobody from San Diego, you know, had anything to do with it. And a lot of people in San Diego in the industry know of it, uh, but they haven't really uh, participated in it. And there's still a lot of people. San Diego's got over 3 million people, um, you know, in, it's a, in the it's county. A, it's a small, big city. <laughs> yeah. It's very spread out. It's very open. Um, so a lot of people here, there are still a lot of people who don't know about it. But for the most part, most of them do. And so um, it's been really great to connect people and network with people and mingle with them and, you know, go to the restaurants after. And we also have the, the contests, the monthly contests as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So that was one of the other things that I wanted to touch on because I wanted to let people know that we've been... We've been doing that as well, and um, we're taking a little bit of a break now because of the holidays, uh, but we're going to get back into swing. <laughs> so what do, you, what, do you, what do we have planned for 2019? So one of the things that we have planned for 2019 is to create more of a membership type of environment where people, I think by becoming members, people identify themselves as being more supportive of one another that way, and they feel like they can sort of um, own it more. You know, if you're a member like uh, Costco, for example, you have a, you, you feel like you, you have a little bit of ownership because you're a member, because you're, you're building it. You know, it's part of you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I'd like to, to go that route a little more. And also because, you know, we have the film festival coming up and things like that. And so I wanted to give the members, um, you know, discounts and things like that with them also uh, we have more events that we're we're going to put together for networking and for sharing um, the, the the films together and, and and basically stay in touch with what's going on because this is this is a, a growing thing it's um, it's like a big octopus with many arms it just moving around, grabbing yeah. things all around it, you know. Uh, I mean, there's many aspects to mobile filmmaking. There's not just making movies, but also documentaries. There's uh, the reporting and the journalism part of it. There's the, um, the music industry, mm-hmm. uh, which I've always emphasized, you know, this is great for you guys as well uh, with music videos and things. We had Eminem, right? Did you see that video? Mm-hmm. So Eminem did a um, shot a video with with smartphones too. I think it was Samsung that okay. promoted it, mm. um, and I could be so wrong. <laughs> so pardon me if I'm wrong, um, but that also came out and the music, and also uh, schools. You know, uh, students um, bringing them all involved into that, and that's just changing and growing. You know, like, for example, I'll tell you, um, I've had people contact me throughout the years. There was somebody who worked with Japanese students. Uh, they were in Canada. And they worked with Japanese, and I'm talking uh, elementary schoolers. And they were uh, doing a program with uh, teaching their kids to make and create stories in, in video using iPhones. This was a long time ago. This was, you know, back in 2013. And um, there was another one in Africa that also got in touch with me. They were, you know, looking to create something there with, with students as well and, and schools and have, like, a media center there. Was that part of the community stories? That um, or is that different? That, well, yeah, I think they got in touch with me because I, I was promoting the community stories program as well and the mobile film school. Yeah. And uh, some of them wanted me to, you know, do Skype or some of them were saying, would you come over or something like that. Um, and now there are more and more schools, you know, opening up for that, um, to that, to that whole program. So, so I know it's still in its, you know, uh, planning stages, but is there anything that you can tell the audience about what you have planned for a program of, of, of that kind for schools? Well, I can't say 
too much. I know that I've been working on a program where I um, where I'm talking to uh, people in the educational uh, field. I know that right now I don't want to mention which school that I'm working on or anything like that. Um, I want to give them allow them their privacy. Um, but um, I'm actually teaching mobile filmmaking at a private school right now mm-hmm. here in, in San Diego. But it, it does save a lot for schools that um, are thinking about bringing this into their um, curriculum, you know, because you don't have to go out and buy, you know, a lot of equipment for it and things like that. And most schools have uh, media labs, you know, with, you know, Max and IMAX or whatever there already. Mm-hmm. Um, and the students can use, you know, iPhones or whatever to to create their films and then they can edit on their phone or their laptops or whatever it doesn't have to be iPhones but uh, but yeah it's it's I think it's really important for schools to start emphasizing the the storytelling aspect um, you know it's been around since the caveman days right um, but I think it's really important for kids especially now with so much social media to learn communication skills and that includes storytelling is it's one of the biggest part of communicating is through stories so i think that's really important and um i'm gonna touch up on a lot of my connections to bring that more to the to the surface yeah i mean when i was in high school i was part of the uh, the journalism program and like if we had mobile phones back then it, Wow! Right, it would have been so much different. Yeah, how exciting it would have been. Yeah, in a lot of in a lot of schools, it's tough to check out equipment like that. You know, in college, it's different. You know, but in in elementary school and middle school and things like that, you know, you don't just check out you know cameras. You know, for the most part, and they they have a good reason for that. I'm sure. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm. I can see what the reasons are. Um, plus, also, it's a limited resource. You know, as well. So imagine, you know, like the students in my class get to do, they get to, you know, go home and like right now they're in the holiday break and they have, you know, we don't do homework, we set goals, you know, like in IRL, in real life. (laughs) (laughs) Like we all do, we set goals. And I think that's a little bit more productive than saying you've got homework, you know what I mean? But yeah, and I could talk a lot about that. You know, there's so much, so much with that that I feel really passionate about you know with as far as like what this can do for for kids but in order to get our listeners back on on track here um, because we're going to be wrapping up here really fast the film festival this year coming up so we're getting ready to announce the official selections for the short films it's going to be tough because they've gotten better and better and better. And it's just, like, so tough, you know. I am so glad that we limited them to five minutes because that way we can pick more, you know. Um, I always, I you know, I personally am the one that is watching all these films, you know. And so it's very hard for me personally because I want to select them all, you know. I really do. So, um, so yeah, so keep... Keep a lookout for emails from us and Film Freeway giving you notices. Also, you know what? I would advise a lot of you not to use your um, educational.edu or your school email. Because sometimes, you know, like right now, if you're using that and you're not able to get that email because you're between semesters and you haven't already signed up for the next semester, you don't have access to that anymore. Um, so you're not going to get the emails. So I would, I would suggest using your own private email for that or, or at least one that you set up for these things um, that's permanent. Um, what else could I bring up about the film? We do have uh, some really awesome guests that are going to do some great presentations during the film festival too um, don't want to get into that right now because we're getting ready to announce that and don't want to blow the uh, the surprise on the, on those things so follow us on our social media you know on Facebook it's M-O-B-I-L no E film festival mobile film festival 
in in Facebook, and then we have our uh, Instagram at mobile with an E mobile film S D. S D stands for San Diego. <laughs> um, and uh, let me see, what's the other one? Twitter. We have several there. You can follow me. You can follow me at Susie Botello, S-U-S-Y Botello. Um, and then you can go from there because I share everything from the other ones as well. I'd love to follow you back. Um, let me see. What else can I bring up, Aaron? Hmm. I think the rest we can do on the... Uh, Patreon. That's right. Yeah. Okay, guys, so... Um, if you haven't subscribed to our Patreon page, it's uh, patreon.com slash SBP podcast. Um, and otherwise, stay tuned through our social media. Go to our, our website, internationalmobilefilmfestival.com also. And um, stay tuned because we're going to be coming out with all sorts of announcements coming up within uh, starting in January. And so starting in January when this is going to be aired. <laughs> um, and, um, and if you are or if you'd like to come, look, we've got people that are not the competing filmmakers that are speaking and giving presentations. They're going to be coming out to San Diego from different parts of the world. So um, can, can you reveal what kind of countries people are coming from? Um, so Italy, um, the U.K., um, We'll just leave it at that for now. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but to to share this with you, um, no matter where you are in the USA, you're a lot closer to us than the UK or Italy. So if you really want to come out to you know San Diego's International Mobile Film Festival, uh, please do. This isn't a local film festival that's open to international filmmakers. This is a real international event. Uh, we, uh, the filmmakers that come and the speakers and everybody inspire people from all over the world in, in, in their own platforms as it is. So for you to come from anywhere in the world to meet them in person is a great idea and to network with these people. And again, our, our film festival brings everybody together. We don't separate people. That's, that's the beauty of it. It's sort of the the, the democratizing of, of filmmaking. Um, I mean, because from the past uh, international mobile film festivals that I've been to, it's like people of all ages, all races, and different countries all coming together with you know one goal in mind is to celebrate uh, uh, mobile filmmaking. So I encourage. Uh, your listeners out there to try to come out to San Diego uh, and also to become a Patreon supporter and to follow you on social media. Yeah, and you know what? That reminds me really quick before we close off here that last year when we had our our meet and greet the the night before, which is with the filmmakers and the VIPs and everything, that actually some of the filmmakers that came from Australia uh, and, and people from Australia, they didn't even know each other even though they lived in the same country, oh, you wow. know, but they met here all the way across the ocean in San Diego at our film festival. So there you go. So there you go, guys. <laughs> so come on over, no matter where you are, uh, come over and make a point of it. And, and you know what? Go to our website and, you know, use the contact form and shoot me an email and say, hey, Susie, you know, we're, we're in Massachusetts or we're in, you know, San Francisco or something like that. We, we plan to come to the film festival and... Um, I think I'm going to be sending out some uh, early bird uh, tickets to people so that they can get their tickets before the general public. So maybe you'll want to do that. And I think with that, (laughs) (laughs) got really uh, quiet. Thanks for uh, having me on again, and uh, Happy New Year to you and your uh, listeners. Yeah, hey, guys, everybody, thank you so much for all the support and listening we've got thousands of downloads according to our you know statistics on our on our website for the podcast but i wanted to say thank you to you know to you because you're the ones that i'm i'm doing this with uh and for 
Um, and I say with because some of our listeners um, are also our guests, of course. Um, and so um, I hope this, I, I really hope that this inspires some of you at least who maybe are just thinking about making a film or who are curious about it. I really hope it inspires you and that you just get out there and just start doing it. And who knows, maybe you'll be the next guest. Have a great, happy new year.